attention, please. Stop walking while I'm squawking. All aboard. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. I feel like I have to, like, it's far away. You're far away. Echo, echo. I know we're so far away. We're not next to each other anymore. We had... We had one good run. We had one a good, good run. run. I was listening to it today. It's actually really like, folks, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast yet, go listen to last week's podcast. It's very long, but it's it's really good. <laughs> Not it to is be like, good. we're good. We're so good. But no, you know what the secret sauce is? The reason it's so good is two things. One, we had fan favorite Kim Moffat on the show. I think that truly, she is a good dynamic. We should probably invite her more often because she does a yeah, great maybe. job on the podcast. <laughs> but two, I think it's because we were got to be together. We got to sit together. We got to be together. I said that to Kurt today. I said, I was listening to it and you can like hear the like just pure joy of being together in one room <laughs> drinking jet juice. Or maybe it was just Ryan's jet juice. That we did decide, folks, after our weekend. And we're going to talk a lot about our weekend at Disneyland. But we did decide Ryan's jet juice is far superior to Oga's Cantina's jet juice. Strong agree. Yeah, we went to Oga's the next day and we ordered one to share, kind of share. And it was not good. It was like sweet and it was missing kind of bourbon flavorless. There was no yeah, bourbon. It felt, there was no bourbon in it. Yeah, it was it was not disappointing. Worth it. Not worth it. But you need the fresh ingredients. You need unpaid intern to make you the jet juice for sure. Ryan, I am counting um, down the days till we're back in LA in like three weeks, and there is another unpaid intern jet juice waiting for me. So I'm excited it's for that. True. But we survived. We survived our Vegas weekend. Barely. We are alive. <laughs> I feel like barely because we barely both missed getting out of Vegas. There oh was a gosh. huge hurricane that hit on the Sunday that we were leaving. The, if you've all heard, we've all survived the West Coast hurricane, our one and only in like a decade. How, my coworker, by the way, my coworker, Amy, who I love and she hates Disney and I like rag Disney on her all the time. And I'm determined that one day we'll have a work retreat at Disney. So she's forced to go. Anyway, we have a very uh, loving relationship, but she goes, she was like, wait a second. At least California people can hold my beer because she lives in Baton Rouge. Oh. And so she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like you guys got rain. <laughs> I know. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. We had worse rain this winter than we did on this hurricane. But I got to stress that it was really intense driving back because I was the driver and I was driving through the hurricane and all these 15 got closed. There was a um, power line that went down in the water. So I'm just imagining like a final destination moment that's going on in front of our car. Such a good movie. Um, we, I know the whole franchise. I love them. I, know. I can't wait um, for the new one. But then we had to drive through like basically the Mojave Desert. We passed Hinkley, the town from Aaron Brockovich, where you, you, you didn't know, drink, you don't drink the water. Drink the water. No, <laughs> I've seen Hinkley now, so I can cross that one off a bucket list. Whatever bucket list this is of seeing the you, weirdest towns in America. I don't know. Uh, but we survived. But then what's insane is you all had an earthquake during the hurricane. Yeah, yeah. We were driving then, but yeah, it was. It was like California weird. was it like, no, 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 no. We need a little normalcy here. <laughs> let's 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 throw an earthquake into the mix with the hurricane while that's happening. But we had we had a blast. We went and saw Kelly Clarkson. Had an incredible time there. Made the best out of a rainy weekend. We were defiant and went to the pool, even though it was cloudy and rainy and gross. 
But we did it and we had a great time. We also shut down the karaoke bar that we went to. We went to like one of those private karaoke bars. It's off the strip. If you're ever interested or you're in Vegas and you want the name, just send us a DM and I'll let you know. But it was so much fun. It was dirt cheap. You can't tell people. Then if they send me a DM, I'll let them know. And they'll start charging more money and then we won't want to go back there. It's true. Okay, never mind. I take it back. No, It's I'm, our secret I'll place. You. you can't have it. But DM me, I'll tell you. But what I got to say is I think time stops when we go there because we got in at 11 p.m. And my head did not hit the pillow until <laughs> 6.45 in the morning. Who are and you? We didn't leave Mind until you. almost 6. I don't know. I'm not that person, but I am in Vegas. I was the responsible adult and was home by 3.45 in the morning and asleep. And then I hear yes. Dana come creeping into the hotel room at six. And then the next morning I was like, Dana, you got home at like six in the morning. She's like, no, it was there at like four forty five. I was like, no, no, it was 6am, <laughs> but it was so much fun. The number of Disney songs that were performed that night, because mm-hmm. we, we were plugged in to my YouTube and the yeah. algorithm knows I watch a lot of Disney videos, apparently, because every single autoplay next karaoke song that came up was literally a Disney song. No matter what song we yeah. were doing, the next song that would pop up would be a Disney song. Adam, what was your favorite song you performed that night? I got to say, <laughs> I tie for two of them. It was the duets. It was either Summer Lovin' with... Our good friend Sierra. Yes. Or you and I taking on Suddenly Seymour. Suddenly Seymour. From little a Shop little shop of horrors. You gotta love it. It was great fun. It was great um, fun. My favorites were one, I can't say the name of it because it's a curse word, but it's my favorite song. I sang it by myself. It's um, I'll spell it B-I-T-C-H by Meredith Brooks. <laughs> it's a classic <laughs> 90s song, and I rock that one. Um, and my other favorite was with Sierra Jones. And we sang that song from Rent, Take Me or Leave Me. Yep. You know, with the two the two gals singing at each yep. other. And I feel like we we did it up. We got up there. <laughs> we did the whole motions. I think we both seen the musical way too many times and had way too much fun with that one. Well, look, at the end of the day, it was an incredible weekend in Vegas. We had so much fun. But we also went to Disneyland. And we're going to talk all about that in a minute. But I think first... There's some news going on. We haven't done some news in a bit. And so we thought there's some stuff to catch up on on both coasts right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll get started with our mouse musings. I'm going to kick it off with the most exciting news. Disneyland vacation packages have finally been released for 2024. It's kind of crazy that it's taken them till late August to finally announce this, especially when You could book a Disney World trip months and months ago for 2024. But if you've been wanting to go visit the parks at Disneyland parks in 2024, reach out because we can book you now all of those trips. I have a ton of clients who have been waiting for this for months. So I've been reaching out to all of them and saying, the time is now. Tell me what you want to book and we'll get it all started. I mean, that's basically it. It's just exciting that if you want to plan a trip in 2024, reach out because honestly, the prices will start to go up the closer to your date that you're going to go. So I always say book the package. It's a refundable $200 that you put down. And if your plans change, you can move it around and keep that price that you initially set with. So do that vacation packages. 
Call Dana, do that. I also want to take a quick PSA and say that I think a lot of people who don't come to Disneyland think that your only options of a vacation package are to stay at the three Disney properties, but we have access to all of the good neighbor hotels. So anything from like the Westin, the Hyatt's, the Marriott's, any of those ones that are kind of down the street from Disneyland, I can book all of those for you too. And you shouldn't be afraid of those because we've stayed in them before many times. There's I like prefer and them the, and <laughs> in it's a, a lot of quick, ways. It's it's downtown Disney is a little far, but the parks are right there and it's a very quick mm-hmm. walk. They're significantly cheaper than the on-property hotels. And there's some really nice ones. And if you're like a Marriott Bonvoy person, you got a bunch of points. You can find points at the still semi-new JW Marriott. You can find points, mm-hmm. rooms on points for sometimes pretty cheap in terms of the points. And they have some phenomenal views if you want to watch the fireworks from the rooftop. They've got like a rooftop to watch fireworks from. But we stayed yeah. at the, the Hyatt House over there. We stayed at the Residence Inn over there. Like there's all kinds of options over there that are significantly cheaper than the Disney hotels. Yeah, totally. I can't agree more. All right. Staying at Disneyland. Big news, folks. Big, 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 big news. So... When we were walking around Disneyland late last weekend, remember I looked up and I was like, oh, I guess that's where Tiana's Palace is going to be. And it's all covered by scaffolding. Well, guess what? Tiana's Palace is opening very, very soon, I believe. And now, of course, I don't have the right thing pulled up, but it's opening like right after Labor Day or something. September 7th. Tiana's Palace opens September 7th. Yeah. So right after Labor Day. Yeah. So... I'm excited because teaser, we might be back at Disneyland mid-September. And this means Tiana's will be open. And here's what I'm really excited about. It's quick service. So we're not going to have to play the game of like trying to get a reservation and do all these things because it is a quick service restaurant. So I'm sure they're probably going to have mobile ordering set up and everything else as well. But today, literally breaking news today, they finally released their menu and the pricing so I thought mm-hmm. we should maybe kind of talk through some of these because some of it looks absolutely delicious. And I'm adding this to the list of my thought that like, especially even after our trip this last weekend, which again, we'll talk about it in a minute. You don't really need to do sit down dining at Disneyland. You don't. Between DCA and California Adventure, there's really, really good quick service. I don't recommend it. In fact, I even canceled our sit-down dining because, I mean, we book them because we can, but the quick service dining options at both Disneyland and DCA are just so superior to anything that they offer at Disney World. Everything is like 10 out of 10 super great food. And this stuff looks awesome. I don't know if you've seen, but there's a Seven Greens gumbo with chicken and andouille sausage. We'll That's the one that I have my eye on. All right. I want right. to eat well, that thing. Well, let me let me start at the because you know I'm a sucker for a collectible. Oh no. Oh yes. Oh yes. And Kurt There's a collectible. Loves, there's a collectible. And Kurt loves, 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 loves this film and the whole idea behind it. I think we're gonna be coming home with this if we go back and when we go back in a few weeks. It is a lily pad and lotus cup set. Oh, no. And that comes with a house-filled beignet. It is so cute, y'all. It's a lily pad with the frog playing the flower 
trumpet and it comes with a little lotus cup for like a dipping sauce or something and like you can take that home and serve appetizers on it why not are you gonna serve appetizers on that in new york city is that what you're gonna uh, do is I, I think i'm your going to it'd be Tiana really good like, to pen. go get to go get those like trader joe's spring rolls or something and put them on there with a little mm. sweet and sour sauce in the lotus cup Okay. Like, yeah. So okay, anyway, I'm okay with all of this. It's $34.99 for the cup and oh. the lily pad. I'm not okay with all this. And a beignet. Actually, I'm surprised it's only $34.99, to be completely honest. You know my opinion of sippers and all those things. I think they're so I silly. I think you're a silly goose. So Wanting the house-filled beignet that it comes with. Now, if you just want their new fancy beignets, because also, side note, the mint julep bar will be back where it belongs once this all opens up. Um, and they will have the regular beignets there. But if you want this fancy beignet, you can get the fancy beignet over at Tiana's Palace. And it is a mm-hmm. house-filled beignet featuring lemon ice box pie filling topped with a lemon glaze. So it's like a lemon beignet, I guess. And that yeah. one yeah. single beignet, $4.49 for your one one hospital beignet. That's actually four dollars and forty nine cents. That's great. It, I'm yep. looking at a picture of it, and it looks massive. It looks like the size yeah. of my hand, which I don't have a big hand, but I'm just saying, like in general, like it's a big beignet, and it's cream filled, and this could easily feed two people, is what the picture looks like to me. So that seems like a good deal. All right, then they have two hundred versions of gumbo. Apparently, it's it's if you want gumbo, this is where you're going. Not really 200, Uh but they've got two different versions of gumbo. The first one is the house gumbo that's $16.99, braised chicken, andouille sausage, and heirloom rice. And then they have a seven Mm. greens gumbo with chicken andouille sausage, which is white white beans, okra, yam, sweet potatoes, and heirloom rice. Both of those are for $16.99. I think those cold winter Disneyland days, this is going to be really nice. Side note, they also have a plant-based version of this that basically is just no sausage. I don't have it on here. Oh, oh yeah. It's on this menu. Yeah, anyway. they have a plant-based one. I'm looking at, I think you and I are looking at two different sites. I'm on the I'm Disney Food the, Blog one. Oh, I'm on the WDW one. Oh, yeah. So they also have a but plant-based one. they have a picture one. of the plant-based one. Okay. So those are both $16.99, but they also have a plant-based one. Not sure on the price on that one. I'm guessing it's probably $16.99 as well. But they have a plant-based option, and we know how well Disney's been doing the plant-based stuff. It's probably going to be pretty good. Like, I've made in the winter, I've made, like, a plant-based gumbo using the Beyond sausages and stuff before, and it's really good. And I appreciate there's no shrimp in these dishes either. So that's a plus for me. If you're not a gumbo person... Sorry, because he's allergic to shrimp. I just want people to know that because (laughs) you just dropped that that's good for you, but... Everybody, he's allergic to shrimp. That's why it's good for him. <laughs> it would kill me. If you are not a gumbo person, they have a Cajun spiced half chicken brushed with barbecue sauce served with baked macaroni and cheese and coleslaw. I'm going to say, I saw the picture of this. I'm going to pass on that. It's 1949 and it looks like the giant chicken leg like we got at the All-Star Movie Resort that was still bleeding on the inside because they don't know how to Ooh. cook these things. So I'm going to pass this on looks- Cajun spiced half chicken. I but, thought it didn't look terrible, but I think it is splittable for that price for 20 yeah. bucks. And it is literally half a chicken. You could split this easily with somebody else. I am excited about the sandwiches, though. Yeah. They've got a muffaletta sandwich. It's mortatella, salami, rosemary, ham, cheddar, provolone, 
house-made olive relish on toasted New Orleans sesame seed bun served with red beans and rice and house-made pickles. That's $14.99. That sandwich looks really, really good. But the one I'm really excited about is the beef po' boy sandwich for $15.99. It's slow-cooked beef mm. in a gravy in a crazy in a gravy dressed with shredded lettuce, tomato pickle, and mayonnaise on a toasted New Orleans French bread served with red beans and rice and house-made pickles. That I, I think the beef po' boy sandwich maybe what I try when we go. This one looks phenomenal. I think unpaid intern Ryan is going to be purchasing this one at some point in our upcoming trips, but it looks awesome. Also, as a side note, this is not very Disney friendly, but when you said red beans and rice, what did you think of? What did you hear immediately in your head? I don't know. You didn't hear baby got back? Red beans and rice did miss. <laughs> oh, baby. I want to get with you and take your no. picture. No, I can't. I did not. It was it, it's like a tick in my brain. I can't. I don't know how you don't constantly sing the lyrics to Baby Got Back in your head, but um, that's where I went. I don't. I'm you just going to roll on on from that. So uh, <laughs> the next dish on here is called Adam's Death Wish. That's what it's called. It's gold shrimp and grits. So it's 1749. It's shrimp and grits. It's shrimp simmered in a Creole sauce with cheesy grits, also known as my death wish. They also have buttermilk cornbread for Mm $3.99. And I feel like we need an alarm for what I'm about to say. (laughs) Joffrey's alert. Joffrey's alert. Oh, no. Where are you? There's a new version of a Joffrey's cold brew. They have Joffrey's chicoroy cold brew which i have not had yet and i'm gonna have to add that to the list for 5.99 so you can get a chicory cold brew and you can add sweet cream to it i love that you skipped like four other things like that they've got some baked mac and cheese and yeah 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 we'll get there meal. i was more excited about the you were immediately went to the joffrey's um yes i knew the chicory cold brew like is this going to become our west coast shaky jamaica <gasps> what if it is I don't because know, you can't get the shaken Jamaican cold brew at Disneyland. I know this. I know this for you. So maybe this is I, the Chickaroy cold brew is going to become the shaky Jamaican of the West Coast. I think you're having a lot of high expectations for this cold <laughs> brew, but I hope for its sake that it services your heart and your mind. I hope so too. I really do. I can't wait to have it. They've got a couple Disney kids, Disney check meals, the kids meals. They've got a roasted chicken drumstick for $8.49 and a toasted ham and cheese sandwich for $8.49. Also, don't count out the kids meals. We get them often at quick service because they're good. And sometimes that's all you want, especially on like a hot day. You don't want to eat that much, but you need a little, you're feeling a little peckish, need a little something. Order the kids meal because they don't care. That's a pro tip. I feel like we need to have like some sort of like sound for our, like, that's a pro tip. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, everything's a pow. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> that's a pro tip, folks. I do the same thing. My favorite kids meal that I order is over at the Lucky Fortune in the San Francisco space. It's like $7.99, but they give you a full like beef bulgogi burrito. And it is awesome. So highly recommend. Just order a kids Wait, meal. Wait, is that what you ordered? Did you order the kids one when we were there? That, yes. That was a that kids was meal? That was Yes. That was Holy the kids meal that moly. I ordered. What would, what's the adult the, burrito look like? I mean, double that size probably. <laughs> but I didn't even finish my kids one. But I'm also me. I'm me. I don't want uh, to. But I, I still, it's like, it was big. So 
always order the kids meal if it sounds good to you. Our favorite is at Pizza Rizzo at Hollywood Studios in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Ordering the kids meal, you get like the old Pizza Hut personal pan pizza size. Yeah. That's what you get at Pizza Rizzo down there for you know, eight bucks or something. So do not do That's not right. count out the kids meals. And look, then you can also order baked macaroni and cheese for $7.99. And then guess what, y'all? There's one more collectible you can get. Oh. It's a Ray Firefly Glow Cube for $5.69. You must purchase a beverage. You can have that Glow Cube stuck on your Joffrey's Chicory Cold Brew with sweet cream. So your coffee is now regular Starbucks pricing of $10 mm-hmm. between the coffee and the light-up cube. I don't know. It sounds really good. There's going to be no alcohol at this one, keeping in the Disneyland tradition. Well, not so much anymore. Now all the sit-down places have alcohol, wine and beer at least. I know, but the quick service don't. Yeah, yeah, true. So I'm excited. I'm really, I think the food's going to be good. And I'm really like, I think next time I'm there in like a January, Mm -hmm. February, it's a little damp and chilly. I think the gumbo is going to be really good. I'm not feeling the gumbo in August, but. It's true. It's true. Maybe. Anyway, so good stuff. We'll report back once we've been there. Well, I have some more food news, and I think I have the most adorable food news. We're keeping it on the West Coast over at California Adventure in the San Francisco section. Again, the quick service area that's all kind of in the process of being transitioned from the Pacific Wharf to San Francisco. Each week, it feels like they're rolling out something new and exciting, and this is maybe the most exciting thing that they're coming out with. It is a Baymax-shaped bread at the Boudon Bakery over in that same area. It's going to be available in the San Francisco Square on August 31st. Guys, this bread. So picture just a classic sourdough-shaped bread, but it's in the, like, the big bulging part is Baymax's little belly, and then it's got his little arms on the side, and they've got, I think it's raisins for his eyeballs, and his little head. And it's just it's really cute. the cutest thing I've ever seen. I want seven of them. I want to be dipping these in some sort of cheese sauce or maybe a chowder of sorts. Um, but Ooh, I, a chowder. I, ugh, right. He's so cute. He is his own bread bowl. He's adorable. You can pick him up at the end of August. I'm going to buy seven of them. They, I can't actually buy seven of them because it's already said limit two per person per transaction. While supplies last. So you know these things are going to go like hotcakes. But he's adorable. I'm just so excited for this to be fully done. And that Baymax, the character, will be out. And we can all go take pictures with him because he's so cute and squishy. Well, and you know what the best thing, one of the best things we ate, which, again, we're going to talk about it in a second, folks. But, like, one of the best things we ate was the Baymax cookie. Yeah. I put a picture up. That That was all. That cookie was nuts. That's all Sierra Jones. Sierra Jones, this is her favorite character is Baymax of all the Disney stuff out there. so good. And she was thrilled. It was really good. It was like a macaron with like kind of a, it was white. It looked like Nutella. And, and Nutella on the inside. Oh, it was so good. marshmallow in there? I don't even know what it had in there. It was so good. It was really was good. Like, and yeah, big. we passed that thing around. We split it among six of us. I sent, I sent Kurt a picture of that. And Noah apparently said, call daddy. I want to see Baymax. Mm. And we'd eaten, we'd eaten Baymax by the time I Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Sorry, no. So we're going to have to get him a Baymax cookie in a few weeks. Oh, no. Oh, shucks. Darn it all. You'll have to go get another one oh, of those. Oh, darn. Isn't it? When's it? It's going to be done soon. When's the official opening of San Francisco? It's 
Well, this is coming out on the 31st. It's got to be Labor Day weekend. I got to look. But I don't think they've Because said. I think it's going to be like officially open, open when we get there. It's so fun to be able to talk about like, we're going back to Disneyland in oh, like just a few weeks. It is August 31st. So August 31st, oh. it, the day that you can buy this Baymax bread is also the day that San Francisco is supposed to be officially open. But it's been a soft I rollout I love this it. whole time. Which has been kind of cool because Disney doesn't often do this where they leave a space open as they are transforming it. And I think that's kind of cool that you've been able to like see it in progress. Yeah, it's And fun. see the changes. It's kind of cool. All right, y'all, we got to talk about one more thing. We got to go over to the East Coast, to my coast. Oy, oy, oy. Yeah, you got to have a doozy. We talked about all these delightful things <laughs> that you can buy a vacation package again now. Tiana's place is opening. You can get the most adorable bread shaped as Baymax. And now we're going over to the East Coast where we got some drama. Fortunately, we have to talk about the commander, Ron DeSantis. And uh, and the Death Star. That's what, that's what I'm calling him now. And the Death Star. So, all right. I didn't watch the Republican debate tonight because I had no interest in watching it. But I'm very curious to find out if any of this came up. The first Republican presidential debate was tonight. But holy moly, guess what? Taxpayers of Florida. Uh oh. <laughs> the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District that Ron DeSantis did a hostile takeover of. If you remember, this was the board that Disney basically ran for years and years and years and ran their own government essentially inside mm-hmm. the Reedy Creek development area, all this stuff. And it worked. It worked. It was fine. It was peaceful. It was fine. And then Ron DeSantis, you know, was upset that he could get a fast pass or something. It was part of the deal that they created when they decided to build in Florida in the first place was that Disney was going to be able to govern their own land. Right. And then Ron DeSantis has tried to turn Florida into Gilead and Disney pushed back Mm -hmm. being one of the largest employers in the state of Florida. And Disney called out his bigotry, frankly, Mm -hmm. finally, it took Bob Chapek a while to do it, but Disney called out his bigotry and all little Ron didn't like that. So again, Ron did a hostile takeover of the central Florida tourism oversight district, also known as the Reedy Creek development district. Well, guess what, folks, because of the ongoing lawsuits where Disney is like, we are going to run you through court and end you, Florida, $5 million has been budgeted by the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District to fight the lawsuits. $5 million, Florida, of your taxpayer money Mm -hmm. is now being used for a frivolous fight against Mickey Mouse. All because you voted in Ron DeSantis. As you said that, all I can picture is Dr. Evil from Austin Powers holding up his little pinky finger going, $5 million. Because that's kind of what it feels like. Ron DeSantis is Dr. Evil, and he's got his whole layer of really quirky, odd people running his board right now. (laughs) I've been enjoying watching the Ron DeSantis campaign like self-implode on itself. So hopefully that continues, or we're all... Move into the People's Republic of California again. Yeah. All right. So on top of that, there was this whole meeting of the board. So here's a nifty little thing. The Reedy Creek firefighters and a lot of the workers who, like the civil workers who supported a lot of the infrastructure of Reedy Creek and therefore Disney World had a lot of benefits for working there. And one of the benefits that they had was Um, They were given annual passes for free to Disney World as part of their compensation and part of their benefits package. Well, 
the Central Florida Tourism Oversight Board, whatever they're calling themselves, district, has taken that away. So ah. they said, no, 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 firefighters, you don't get a annual pass to Disney World anymore. You don't get some of your other benefits. And we're going to just give you an extra $1,000 a year to call it good. Apparently, the firefighters are mad. They're, yeah. They said this is a complete misstep. This is not what they were promised. It's not the fight they that were they're actually, in. A lot they're, of these, they're not trying no, to. No, but a lot of these firefighters initially were supportive of Ron DeSantis's takeover of the board. Oh, I see. But in the negotiations and why they threw their support behind it, part of it was they were promised pay would not change and benefits would not change. And now they have just iron fist decided these folks no longer get annual passes to Disney world. So, you know, I just got to say when you start ticking off your civic workers, yeah, not going to last too long folks. No, that's like a one, two punch in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I'll be curious to see. And apparently Ron DeSantis the other day came out and was like, come on, Disney, just drop it. I and Disney's that. like, hit. No. Disney's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. You have lawyers. We have lawyers. Exactly. Like, we so have good lawyers. This is, we pay this is gonna, top this dollar This is going to continue to go on until the day we all die. And, you know, that's yeah. where it's at. But sorry to end it on a bit of a, but that's the update. We've been kind of following along the ever, never ending saga of little Ron versus Disney. Big Mouse. I, can we just also mention that Ron DeSantis is a Disney adult and he's a hard, hardcore Disney adult because he got, he got married, married at the Grand Floridian. And that's a thing that, I mean, Adam and I manage a Disney podcast. I book people Disney trips and yet neither of us got married at Disneyland or Disney World. That's a really intense thing to have done. And then to just go right back into saying, hey, I hate this company and I want everything to change. I just think it's hilarious and a bit ironic, but I digress. I just, we don't get political very often, but if you've been listening to us for as long as you have, you probably know where we stand with all of this. And we hope that you also see that this is a really silly fight that's happening with Ron DeSantis. He dumb. So anyway, on that note, should we talk about our amazing visit to Disneyland? Let's get into it. We had... We had the best time at Disneyland. It was and so much fun. I needed it. I needed it in my heart of hearts. I have not had a day where I'm not toting around a little kiddo. And I got to just <laughs> go on all the rides with you, one of my very so best friends, and go see all the cool stuff and do all the things. We saw we saw a musical we're about to get into. We, saw, we rode all the rides we're about to get into. I, let's just get into it. We ate all the things. We ate all the things. And I got to say, we had no real plan no. going into this day. It was delightful. We had no, and it was so cool because we went in there just kind of going, we're going to wing it. And we will preface that Dana and I both did Genie Plus that day. And I'm going to sing the Genie Plus praises for going on a wing and a prayer of a day where you have no plan. It mm-hmm. actually can work. Really well. And we also had the added benefit of we went on a weekday during the first week of school for California. So, like, it was adult Disney day. Like, there were no kids yeah. anywhere. Like, you did just did not see the kids anywhere at the country club. Yeah. It was very, yeah. So, let, let's it get was, into it. We got down there. Um, You know, it was just, it's always so great. Like, I don't know why, but rolling into that parking lot just brings, like, 
you're like, oh, we're here. Yeah. And you hit that parking lot for some reason. I don't know why it just does. And then you go down to get on the tram and head into the park. First thing we had to do was find me a hat because somebody <laughs> had lost a hat in a rental car. Well, hey, hold on. We set this hat up <laughs> the last time or one of the times that we talked. You and I have twin hats and they're the black Lululemon hats yep. that are so awesome. Yep. And you were wearing it the day before and you returned your rental car. And then the morning we're heading out, you realize that you'd left your hat in the rental car. And we called and they didn't find it. They didn't answer. It was just but, a thing. But you also were totally fine. I now have a new one because I bought one at the Planet Hollywood Lululemon. You mean the Planet Hollywood Lululemon? You mean the downtown Disney I, Lululemon? No, no, no. At Planet Hollywood, there's a Lululemon right outside the casino and I bought a new hat. Wait, I totally <laughs> missed that. You did that? Where, yeah, where I was I? Too. Where was I? It, you were long gone. This was me and Caroline. We stopped in there. But anyway. Oh, after so I had left. Like, after I was talking about, I thought we were talking about Disneyland. This is after I, so, I'm driving anyway, in a hurricane in this moment that you were buying. Yeah, you're in a hurricane and I'm, I'm just still in Vegas. So anyway, back to Disneyland. We went to World of Disney, which I love. There's something about like even for me, maybe it's because I have that different perspective that we're not there as often as you all are. But like, I kind of love strolling through World of Disney as my first stop coming in like before I even go to the parks it kind of gets you into that feeling of like oh yeah we're here we're at the theme parks we're we're here and so picked up a really cute all white mickey hat with a little mickey on it which i really like and i've worn a lot mm-hmm. the last few days that's great those nike ones the nike the nike dry fit hats are so good because they're breathable they're light and they look good they're, how much was that hat by the way i think it was like 35 it was not cheap for a hat but it is Nike. It is dry fit. I think that's really good, actually. That's really good because it's the same yeah. material. He's saying dry fit is the same material as the Lululemon we're talking about. And that one's like 45 yep. or 50 bucks. So I think you yeah, did pretty we'll well. Oh, sorry. So oh. we went into the park. And of course, y'all, we went to Disneyland first because you always have to go to Disneyland first. It's like every time we go to Florida, we always have to go to the Magic Kingdom first. It's like what you have to do on day one. And it was so great being back it was so magical walking in there i mean i walk in there once a month and i still am like that was a really special like entry and really fun just so everybody also knows we had both of our friends the sierras because they have the same name and kim with us so we were rolling in a party of five party of five oh cute for part of the day yeah, for part of the day. Of they the day. they headed out in the afternoon. But we, we went in for the Disneyland portion with our friends. So the most important thing we had to do at the beginning was get this new pretzel, cheesy garlic bread. Like, there was no stopping Sierra. Like, it was, you were in the park, and we were going straightly to Marisa's Treats, and we are getting yeah. this cheesy bread. That, like, she was like... Nothing was going to stop her. She was on her way. I think you're meeting Leone, but I can't truly tell which Sierra you're referring to because they both seem very excited. No, I'm pretty sure it was Jones. Jones was all about Maurice's treats. Okay. And she was like, nothing else matters till we get this cheese bread. I don't know. Dana, you put it up on the Instagram last week. We gave it, was it good. We gave it a 4.5 out of 5. I think it was really great. I think you were the only one that had the biggest gripe with it that you wanted it to be cheesier. You needed more cheese. I didn't think it needed, needed more it cheese. like oozing with cheese. But I also don't think that well, they let's were explain what it is, right? Okay. It's this pretzel log. It's like a gigantic pretzel log 
that they have cut open and put in this garlic cheese goo inside of it. It's like pretzel garlic bread. And then it's warm. It was really good. Yeah, but what we learned, what we learned is that we ordered two of these and we split them among five people. So just in case you're a party of two, you can easily split this. That was plenty. It was plenty. We couldn't even finish all of it. I think we forced you to eat the last bite. The one that you and I were eating off of did not have as much cheese. And the one that the Sierras were eating off of had a lot more cheese. So they were not created equal. The other thing we learned is that you can buy for, I don't remember, like a dollar or a dollar fifty more. You can buy the marinara dipping sauce. It's it's Get worth it. It is absolutely worth it. So for me, yeah. that made it a five out of five. If I had the marinara, it was like a four point eight out of five if I didn't have the marinara sauce. So then after we had the deliciousness, we beelined it for Toontown because I could not wait to get into the new Toontown. Like I was I was just so excited to see the new Toontown, see the refresh and really experience it for the first time. And I got to say, y'all, it is bright and you literally feel like you have walked into a cartoon now. Yeah. Before it felt faded and dated and it needed it needed this. It needed mm-hmm. this refresh. And now you walk in and you kind of come up that little hill and you're in Toontown and you're like, I literally just walked into a cartoon. It is done so well. What they've done with it, with the design, the imagery, the colors, like you're just, you get sucked into this other world that you just walked into. So which one is better? The queue at Disney World or the queue at Disneyland? this ride oh well so we're talking about mickey and minnie's runaway railway so which we did do because i was like i wanted to see because i've done this multiple times at disney world but i wanted to see this at disneyland because there are a couple slight changes in the ride the ride is actually slightly longer as well there's an additional scene which i did my little research and figured out so talk about that in a second but the queue is so good and again what was actually interesting about this one is usually in California, the queues are more outside than they are inside because there's way less rain in California. Florida, they do a really good job of trying to put the queues indoors as much as possible or under covering. Yeah. Except Mickey and Minnie's at Florida, that queue is all outside until you get to the very last bit. What they did at Disneyland is they built this incredible queue, which is like the Mickey Mouse Museum. And it's so good. You're going through the Toontown Theater and it's like they just have these props from different Mickey shorts and cartoons. And then like being, you know, I think we, we, we I was listening to us last week. We did a whole rendition of Hot Diggity Dog for y'all. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Apologies. Um, they had a gigantic mouse tool right there, which is so cool. And the just the little touches that the Imagineers did to the queue, like the popcorn machine that they somehow figured out how to make a digital popcorn popping out of the thing that yeah. looked real. And it was incredible. So all that was great. And the ride, there is one scene. It's as you're headed to the last scene, which is if you've been on the ride, the picnic scene where Mickey and Minnie are finally having their picnic with Pluto. That's the last scene. Mm-hmm. There is an extended long ride through like a tunnel in there where goofy pops out and starts talking to you before you get to Mickey and Minnie at the end. That scene does not exist in Florida. Oh, 
So I read the reason they did that is because of the layout and the space that they had to work with. They had to get the ride vehicles back to the front to get back at the end of the ride. And to do it with the way the spacing was and the land they had, they had to add this extended tunnel scene. And so Goofy pops out from the conductor train. And it's when right when you re-meet all the trains come back together and Goofy is there like being goofy and chatting along with you for like 30 seconds as you're going through this long hallway, basically that connects you to the front of the house and back to Mm. the last scene. I see. So yeah, a little different. I had not picked up on that. And I don't know if anybody who's a normal human, that's not Adam would ever have noticed that because it's so (laughs) minimal, but I like that you knew. I also just like, didn't I was like, it's the same exact ride. And you picked like five or six other little elements that you're like, this is a little bit different. This is a little bit different. I'm like, I don't know how you even noticed this stuff, but good on you. And it's slightly different too. what's so weird is like you pick up because I've done the one in Florida so many times that you pick up on the differences like from Daisy's ballroom scene and you Congo with her, you exit the complete mm-hmm. opposite side of the room than you do in Florida. Like it just routes you slightly differently. I would never have noticed. Would not notice. Is the conga room there? Yes. Great. Check to each. Like I don't notice any of that kind of detail, but I'm glad that your brain notices that stuff. What I want to talk about is one of my favorite moments of the day, which is that we went and saw over at DCA. We saw Rogers, the Mm -hmm. musical. This is the Captain America musical that they just debuted for only like a month and a half here in California adventure. And we were able to snag tickets. Thanks to you. It was, it's a free thing, but we had to get in the virtual queue. I hit that virtual queue. You did it. We got the seats and boy, did we have great seats. We just walked in. It was all me. I'm going to take all the credit for this. We walked in from our line and it was like, everybody's going towards the center. And I was like, nope, we're going this way. And we went around this corner and we just walked the furthest of all the humans. And we got the third row from the front. I mean, it was a great spot to watch. It was great. It was great. So what this is folks, if you don't remember in the show (laughs) Hawkeye, I only, uh, by the way, I only watched the first episode of Hawkeye and fell asleep through the rest of the series, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Because this is in the first 15 minutes. It was so good, Dana. Watch the series. So maybe I'm in the minority, but I actually really enjoy the Disney Plus Marvel shows, but whatever. So I'm a sucker for a long form storytelling. Anyway, so where this Rogers and musical idea came from is they wrote this entire scene in Hawkeye that... He is there on Broadway attending the world premiere of Rogers, the musical. Mm -hmm. And they created this whole musical number of I can do this all day where it's Steve Rogers, like going through all the battles, like the battle in New York and everything else with very (laughs) cosplayed style actors doing everything else. And so that has been such a cult classic thing. Part of it, I guess you could call it that. Uh-huh. That like the Disney fandom, the Marvel fandom has like latched on to that one scene from Hawkeye and it kind of became a viral thing. And so Disney was like, we're going to turn this into a 37 minute live musical. At yeah, the they are. And they did. They I did. love it. It was it, it was, was it was fun. It was it really was fun. fun. So here's what I said in the moment. I want to share it with all of you guys. I think I even maybe mentioned this on our Instagram 
I think this show is really great. And I hope that it gets an extended run in California because it's here. The performers were awesome. All but one we loved. Well, all, <laughs> all but one. All but one we loved. And it doesn't matter. But we still thought that this was like Broadway caliber of performances. And everybody did a phenomenal job. And it was also had some really cheesy moments. And it's still at its core a Marvel <laughs> story in musical form. What I think is going to happen with this, if it does not get an extended run, and I don't think it will, I, I think it might get maybe one more month. I think this is going to be on the Disney treasure, the newest Disney cruise line that's going to come out. I think it's going to be transitioned to a show on one of, if not that cruise ship, one of these cruise ships. And it would yeah, fit perfectly. I, I, think, I think it'll be on, I think it'll be on the Disney treasure. Cause adventure. I think they were trying this out. Yeah. It's an adventure. I can do this all day. Look, everything was amazing about it. The problem was skinny Steve singing with buff Steve had more chemistry than Steve singing with Peggy Carter. That was our issue. That That was our issue. Um, But it wasn't an issue. The skinny Steve and the buff Steve sang beautifully together. Oh, my gosh. I thought they were going to make out. I know. But it was was really good. Peggy Carter, no offense to the actress, this is going to sound offensive, but like, hey, now don't go there. Was, don't go there. I'm just going to say the accent. The accent was like she was very she like comes out very British and then is suddenly American. And you're like, oh, we got to we got to We need some accent coaching. So was get she, some accent coaching and you'll be there. So was she but British? Like, was she just British? Like a little, she, ish, a little bit. Hold on, Jane. But they all did a great job. And actually, the funny thing was, after we did that, Dana and I went and did Mission Breakout, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. And we stood in line with these two guys who were friends with the actor playing Thor in the show. And we ended up chatting with them for quite a while in line. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yay. Okay, what else? We ate more food. We went over to San Francisco and we ate all of the things and basically... All four of us ladies introduced you to the birria tacos, which are our favorites. Even fan favorite Kim Moffat, who's a vegetarian, will tell people to get the birria tacos over at Cochina Cucamonga. Adam, what was your take on the famous birria tacos? They were so good. They were so good and the perfect meal. Like it filled. We ate. Y'all, we ate a lot. (laughs) We ate a lot because we're skipping over before Rogers, the musical, we went and ate. I had the pizza shawarma, Mm -hmm. shawarma pizza, pizza shawarma, whatever they called it. I wolfed that down because I was like suddenly very hungry and I don't know why. And I ate that pizza shawarma thing and that was pretty good. Yeah. It was like basically it was the same bread. If you've had the Ronto wrap, it was the same bread as the Ronto wraps over Galaxy's Edge. But it was filled with like some cheese and sausage and pepperoni and peppers and mushrooms and onions. And it was like a shawarma wrap. So they called it the pizza shawarma. Cute idea. It hit the spot. It was very spicy. But yeah, then we went to San Francisco and we had I, I had the tacos and they were really, really good. Yes. And then on top of that, we had the street corn, too. And that was mm-hmm. the street corn was really, really good. Also, Um yeah, but I cannot believe I've never had those tacos before in all the years I've been there. They were good. And then we also went to the Strauss Beer Company and I had their Endless Summer Seltzer, a couple of those throughout the afternoon. And those were really good too. Like it's it's a good setup. That food court area is a really good setup. 
It is. I, it's become a very popular choice among our friend group to go there. You can get a little bit of everything. I had the kids bulgogi burrito, as I mentioned before. Um, <laughs> it looks for, like an adult size. For $7.99. Highly recommend this option for everyone. But really, they have a little bit of everything for everybody. And the Carl Strauss beer cart is no longer, but they've moved it into like a beer shelter now. And still mad. If you remember, I did my I don't think so Mickey last time on how mad I was that they have have turned this into um, an additional dollar fifty more. It's it's a cuter setup. I I don't disagree about that, but I don't love that they moved the price up on the beer over there. But you can still buy the same beer in different places for a dollar cheaper or dollar fifty cheaper. But anyhow, okay. okay. Well, they got to pay the rent, the higher rent for that corner. Let's talk about the rides that you and I did. Well, the last thing I want to say about the Strauss thing: as soon as they open the bridge, that is going to be one of the most highly trafficked beer stops. Like that is in prime location. As soon as they open that bridge at San Francisco Gate Bridge or whatever they're calling it, it's right there. Like that is going to be the best, like easy off, go there, get a beer, keep going. Anyway, I digress. Rides. Let's talk about rides. I agree with you on all of that, but I want to talk about rides. We rode rides. That was like my first time in over a year that I got to go on most of these rides. There are some rides in this pile of rides we're about to talk about that I have not done in over a year. And look, I know the smallest violin to play for me because it's so sad. I go to Disneyland all the time, um, but I always go to Disneyland with a kid who can't either physically ride some of these rides or doesn't want to ride some of these rides. Let's pick our top three highlights each. Sure. Here are my three highlights. My first highlight, I'm doing these in order. So third place of my favorite rides that you and I rode together would be the Matterhorn. I have not done the Matterhorn in so long. I loved it so much. It is. And we got the faster side that goes through the water and it was so fun and so kitschy. And I just hadn't done it in a long time and I was so happy to do it. My number two favorite ride that I did with you would be California Scream. Oh, no. Excuse me. The Incredicoaster. I call Whoa, it. Oh, blasphemy. Dana Johnson. California Screaming. I just can't help it. I mean, but okay. The Incredicoaster, uh, because it's the best ride for a roller coaster, but also I forced you to ride in the front row. I just simply walked up and said, Can we have the front I row? I loved it. And she said, yeah, it's going to be quite she a wait. She said it was going to be a long three-hour wait. A long wait. And it was 30 seconds. We had to wait for one rotation of people. But my number one favorite ride that I experienced with you, Adam, was none other than Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Yes. This is the AKA Old Tower of Terror. And we got my favorite song you can ever get, which is Jackson 5, I Want You Back. And it's just like such a bop and so much fun. It puts you in the best mood. And I think it has the best drops when you have that song. And that was my, maybe my single favorite moment of the entire day was getting that song. Okay. My top three, my number, starting at number three is a twofer. Okay. It is Fantasyland. And it was writing, it was writing Mr. Toad's. And Pinocchio <laughs> with Sierra Leone the entire time uh-huh. and us having moments of like, what the hell? <laughs> like, and she was probably one of the best people to ride those rides with. Yes. Like, we just, 
it was it was good. It was good. Oh my god, I know. And you can say hell because that's where you go in that ride. You go we to were, hell and back. Those rides, it's crazy. You literally forget how insane Mr. Toads is. It's so insane. <laughs> The story it's nuts. is crazy. After we left, we were all like, okay, so what happened? Like, he's clearly a deplorable <laughs> frog. And he then, like, just keeps trying to evade the government, I think, is what's happening. But then he gets caught and then he jumps off of a train and then gets killed. Like, gets hit yeah. by yeah. another moving train and then goes to hell. What? To hell. Uh, like, I have no idea, but I loved it. And Sierra was so much fun to be in the car with on that. And same with Pinocchio, because Pinocchio is like a fever dream, too. So both of those, those are the two big fantasy land rides we did. I'm a little bummed we didn't do Alice in Wonderland. I love that one. I know. Um, Because the two levels and the inside outside. Anyway, so, okay. That was your your number three. Number two. Okay. Number two. Number two would have to be be maybe unpopular opinion but millennium falcon smugglers run because we got to be the pilots and i've never been a pilot before on this yeah we did so that was fun it was fun i actually get the ride now because for the longest time i've always been the person in the back just going beep 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 on the button like yeah you get to do stuff i know yeah, we were both pilots, and here's another pro tip: the pew 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 pro tip, folks. Just ask, just ask to be in the front row of Incredicoaster. Just ask to be the pilot in the Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run. They'll let you do it. They might make you wait one rotation, but you're still going to get to do the thing that you want to do. So that's what we did. We waited. Yeah, we and we waited a bit. Do you remember that poor cast member trying to make small talk? Oh, oh it was we pretty pathetic. Yeah, it was pretty pathetic. But hey. And then I've never rode an elevator out of there before. That was different. Yeah. Like, ride the elevator out. Anyway, so we did that. And then I would say number one, because it finally happened, Space Mountain. Moment like this. Y'all. Some people wait a lifetime. Some people wait a lifetime. It literally has been a lifetime. Here's the thing. I am cursed at Disneyland right now. It's true. Y'all, you don't understand this is a real thing. And I'm going to need some like New Orleans style, like witchcraft. Voodoo magic. Stuff going on. Voodoo something to fix me of this curse. Because literally the last few times we've gone there, every single time I've been in line for Space Mountain, the thing breaks down. Every single time I've tried to ride Indiana Jones, the thing breaks down. I can the vouch last for this. Three or four times I've been to Disneyland. I can vouch for this because I experienced it with you. <laughs> and it was awful. You broke down all the rides. So <laughs> Dana and I had a Genie Plus for space. We go, we get in line. The second we get in line, our attention, everybody, our space travelers, your mission's been delayed. And we were like, great. And we knew we had to leave because we had to go to Rogers, the musical. So we left. And then we booked Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. We go over to do Indiana Jones. And there they all are, standing in front, telling us, so sorry. Mm-hmm. But we got a new, like, multi-experience Genie Plus. So we went back to Space Mountain with that. Get all the way in the line, get into the loading room, literally one foot into the room where they load the ride vehicles and the lights turn on because they shut the thing down again. Something happened. 
And I was determined we were going to wait it out. And we did. Dana set a timer because she was only allowing 15 minutes of this. And then we were Because leaving. I was about to drive to <laughs> Vegas. And I knew that, like, we were going to get up early and I was the driver. I was like, uh-uh, we are not staying here till midnight. I am going to force us to get out of the Disneyland parks at a reasonable hour because I'm the driver the next day. And I did. I set a timer and I said, you get 10 minutes, Adam. 10 and lo and behold, no, you give me 15. I think you give me 15. Either way, it didn't matter because at like four minutes, the lights went back down and the ride started up again. And then we got to really watch them like load and unload and their whole process when they're like restarting the ride. Oh, it's a system. It is a system of tracks moving and cars going. And like, I've never paid that close attention. It's amazing what you do when you're bored for eight minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I've never paid that close of attention to all the moving parts of the Space Mountain ride. And what's cool about the one at Disneyland is you really get a bird's eye view of it when you're up there on that walkway for a long time waiting to go down to it. So, and then we finally got to do it and it was amazing as always. It's been so, I've done the one at Disney World like every time we've been there. It's so different to do it at Disneyland where you have the music and it feels faster and longer and just better and it's a single track at disneyland instead of the dual track at disney world which i think plays into that a little bit i don't know it's just better it's just better disneyland does it better let's be honest um for space mountain and for a lot of things wait look look at the wine glass i'm using tonight space mountain oh i love it oh it's a disney world one though that's okay i'll allow it okay we got to wrap this up because we've already gone so long. Yes. Adam, what was your high and what was your low of your Disneyland day? Okay, my high was being at Disneyland with all of you. Yeah. Being there with you and the Sierras and Kim. Like, it was just such a long time since we've all been there together. I mean, you all go all the time. I have to watch from the sidelines all the time. So it was a night. It was so amazing to just like be there with all of you. And spend the day, even though the ladies only spent a little bit of the day there, it was still nice to like have that time and be there in the parks with everybody. And then I would say the low point was my ongoing curse of breaking down rides the second I get into the line. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. <laughs> my high was riding Guardians and getting my favorite song, Jackson 5, I Want You Back. That was my high. That was the moment I had. You all don't understand. Dana, girl screamed like... Uh, it was a sorority shriek of like epic proportions when the Jackson five came on. Like it was like, I can't even explain, like probably could have broken the ride. Like the level Absolutely. of shriek that came out of Dana. And I think I'm still bruised on my arm where you grab my arm and like, pure, I, cause uh, out of adrenaline, I grabbed you and be like, we got excitement. the song. There's six choices and we got it. And one out of six chances, we're going to get this song and we got it. I was so excited. That was my high. My low was you forcing me to go on Goofy's Fly School or Goofy Sky School. Yes. And I rode the ride. You guys. My high and low was that I did not lose my phone, but I did film a lot of it. And I hated you so much for it. I was irritated. Which, which, mind you, Dana did not listen to the cast member who, at the beginning of the ride, Dana had her phone out and was like, put your phone away. And Dana's like, ha, 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 yeah, sure. And then Dana starts like filming us on the ride and literally her phone. I do not know how uh-huh. your phone did not fly out of your hand. Why didn't it? Because then it would have landed on the track and they would have shut the ride down with us at the top and we would have been evacuated from the top of 
Goofy Spy School, and that would have maybe maybe would have then been my high from That's the weekend. Way worse. That's way worse. But my high <laughs> is that I have a really good grip. So let's all appreciate the fact that I have a good grip on my phone. And also my low is that you forced me onto the worst ride at California Adventure. And I did it and I, I hate it. you. But you all know I loved, love, 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 may she rest in peace, primeval world at mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom. Let's, Why uh, they got rid of it, I still do not know. Let's give a cheers to our pal Heather, who worked that ride Heather, out in Animal Kingdom. Heather, I'm so sorry you had to endure that ride because I did. And that that's a terrible, terrible ride. But cheers to you. It's an amazing ride. It could have been twice as long and we all would have loved it. All right. Anyway, well, it was such a great day. I'm so excited. Like, I, I feel like I have life again because I'm you know, more than likely going to be back there in a few weeks with the family. And I'm really excited to see Noah back at Disneyland again and see him like just as now a two and a half pushing three year old, like really experience it differently. And I'm so excited for that. I can't wait for him to enjoy Toontown, the new Toontown. He's going to love it. All right, folks. And we have to get it in because kids are going to be three and then I got to start paying for him. I know you better hurry. Ride that wave while you can. Um, All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for listening. We always love it and appreciate it. Please go rate and review this show. It really helps us. And we love when you do that. I know that we are opinionated and we're loud and we are who we are, but I hope you love us for that. And if you don't, that's okay. We're not everybody's cup of tea, but we're here to tell you. But if you don't, don't give us one star. (laughs) Just just hang up, hit end call and and call. I don't even know what I'm saying. But hang up the podcast. Don't just don't come back. But if you do love us, give if us. If you five do stars. love this cup of tea, then give us a five star review. And you also know where to find us. You can go on our Instagram, Generation D Pod. Generation D Pod. Because somebody had Gen D Pod yeah, on Instagram dumb. when I tried. Like, who who has that? I don't like, know. Why? I don't know. But anyhow, go know. go find us. Send us a message. Um, send us a message if you have any questions. And we always love to answer them. With that, I guess we will see you again next week. Bye.